Hello and welcome to Drunken Book Club Presents. Wait a minute. I'm your uh, dastardly, probably lives by himself with a typewriter host, Christopher the R.L. Rupel. Joined with... The tomboy kid, Sam. The Reddit mod, Brandon. <laughs> Iridosoclitis, Noelia. The what? Minority what the fuck was that? Hold on, let's go back. Remember the Iridosoclitis no. thing? What is I that? I don't even it's know what that is. There's like this kid who's doing a spelling bee. And he was he doing an R.L. Stein reference, and I did R.L. Stein. Then he went Reddit mod. And then you I'm just sorry, <laughs> it just came into and we, my mind. And we we were too. Yeah, we were doing silly things. I don't know. Yeah, minority token, token minority. minority. <laughs> He's that one kid that you're like, see, it's not a racist school. <laughs> exactly. The one He's not white guy. kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the the fuck. I don't know. I don't know any Goosebumps references. I grew up the on annoying him. little brother. No. The, the mean big brother. Yeah. The mean big brother, yeah, sure. The annoying younger sibling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Weiss. <laughs> and yes, we. There's a Weiss the in every Goosebumps book. Did you know that? No. <laughs> uh, and today we're playing a game that's kind of like this show on YouTube called Um Actually, where I say a phrase that is... Uh, there's a certain part of the phrase that is incorrect. The people in this room have to guess what it is. If they get somewhat close, I may give them the point, kind of depending on how it is. Uh, we'll kind of see where it goes from here. Uh, they don't have to. They just have to raise their hand or say me first for me to say uh, who goes first. And you can interrupt me before I even finish the sentence and try to answer. Try to get the edge off of anyone else if you know. Right. And uh, here we go. I'm Question. Gonna go, I'm gonna go Dean. Okay, you can say ding if you want. That works too. I think I'll do ding because that's an easy one to. Yeah, because we're used to. You can also raise your hand. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired and only have one arm. Exactly. <laughs> Why aren't the worms helping you? <laughs> All right. Question number one: Legendary horror filmmaker John Carpenter was actually slated to direct a movie adaptation. Ding. Go ahead, Brandon. Resident Evil. That is not correct. Fuck. That is not related to the question. <laughs> I'll start over. Legendary horror filmmaker John Carpenter was actually slated to direct a movie adaptation of the first Goosebumps book, Welcome to Dead House. But due to unknown circumstances, it never happened. Dang. Sam? There were known circumstances to it? Like that's a budgetary... Not, that's actually not That's not what I'm looking for. I don't okay. believe that's right either. It wasn't John Carpenter. You are correct. Hey. But... All right, this is kind of another segue. Okay. If anyone can name the director, they can steal the points um. from from, <laughs> from Weiss. But Weiss, you, you'll have a chance to answer who the director is, who the original director, who they actually got for it. Uh, I gave him a name. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to... And if you don't get it right on this part, you still get the point, though, unless someone can name the director. Oh, shoot. You can I, also pass. I, can you pass. give us a year? I oh. cannot give you a year because, I mean, Weiss already got the point. I cannot give you any uh. hints. Uh, a year? If you, if you can get the name, go for it. Can 90s. Get, like, the name of, like, the what else they've done? Yeah, yeah. okay, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna pass. pretend. We're gonna pass. pass? Passes? Uh, Brandon, you're actually kind of close with what you said earlier. Fuck! Why <laughs> can't I remember his name? Uh, can you name a movie you made? Uh, I'll give, I'll give. Living Dead. Brandon and Luis, I'm giving you both a point. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> so it is George A. Romero. Oh, oh. I forget his name. That's okay. I was like, I know there's another famous horror director. My brain yes. just went, you don't get to remember this. Exactly. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I will give you both points for that. 
That gives me the, I should have known that kind of vibe. Alrighty. Question number two. In the book, Stay Off the Basement! Dr. Brewer has been replaced by a plant clone that dons a Los Angeles Angels baseball cap. Ding. Sam? It wasn't Angels. Can you name the team? I believe it was the Dodgers. Correct! I knew it was was the the hat, because everything else sounded real. Yep. Yeah, so he actually wears an L.A. Dodgers cap, not an L.A. Los Angeles Angels hat. Good job, Sam. I I read the book, so. Yeah. Yeah. I read the book, too. She also probably saw my one Angels hat that I have, because I didn't remember No, actually, I didn't remember that, that you had that. Uh, I just remember. She lives with the the host, so. Um, I'm sleeping with the host, so uh, I stole all the answers off his phone. She's read a few of these books. A few of them, but that's also. I think you're going to be out of books after this next one. I mean, yeah. But here we go. Question number three. Monster Blood, the longest-running series in Goosebumps, begins the saga with Evan and Andy buying Monster Blood from a mysterious shopkeeper. They soon discover that it has been possessed and begins to grow to a ginormous blob. Ding. Sam? It's not possessed. That is not correct. It uh, is yeah. possessed. I forgot. Ding. It's a weird... It's not a blob. It is a blob. It is, it is a blob. It is a blob. It is a blob. That is correct. Uh, they soon discover that it has been possessed and begins to grow to a ginormous blob that eventually starts eating animals and people. Ding, it only eats people? Unfortunately, Ding, it, it only eats animals. <laughs> Unfortunately, it eats a bird and eats two boys and a witch. A witch. Yep. <laughs> okay. Eats Sarah Beth the witch. Oh, wait. Can I ding? You can ding again, yeah. You can you can I, ding multiple times. I don't think they bought it. Didn't they like su- like steal it kind of thing? No, they did buy it from the guy. The guy did not want to sell it to them, but he did eventually sell it to them after like ten. After they're like, we'll give you ten bucks. Wow. Were their okay, names not so... Evan and Andy? Their names were Evan and Andy. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, I don't think it was like what? What did you say? It was a packet of blood? Uh, it is okay. So uh, let me repeat the question for you. Yeah. Monster Blood, the longest-running series in Goosebumps, begins the saga with Evan and Andy buying Monster Blood from a mysterious shopkeeper. So yeah, I feel like it wasn't Monster Blood. Ding. No, they, they bought Monster Blood. Okay. Never ding. Mind. Uh, Brandon first because he said ding first. Is this not? This isn't the first one, is it? This is the first one. Okay. Oh, never mind. Uh, no, really? This isn't the longest series. Correct! Yay! The Night oh, of the damn, Living yeah. Dummy series is the longest running series. Which with one? Yeah. Night of the Living Dummy. I forgot about that because I'm like, Because oh, those books are still cheating. technically going on to this day. That's not cheating. That's, that's totally cheating. correct. Nope. If you can guess it by... Mm-hmm. You, you can literally... Right. Process of elimination. Process of elimination. Can you get the point? Yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah. Because uh, Monster Blood only has about, I believe, six, six books in total. Four in the main series. Series and two later on. Well, Night of the Living Dummy has like three in the original, uh, two books in the 2000 series, and just a bunch of other of the Living I Dummy. Knew, books. I knew it was like there was multiple in the Monster Blood one, but I just I forgot about Living Dummy. Yeah. Question four: Say Cheese and Die is one of the few TV show episodes to star a now famous celebrity, Ryan Reynolds. Other episodes. Ding, do, ding, ding. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. That is correct. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, he just beat me to the punches. Yeah. So I was like... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you... All three of you guys. Yeah, it like wasn't Detective it. Pikachu. All right, so let me actually finish this question, because I actually was very proud of this one. That I could have thrown you off with another part. So, uh, the Ryan Reynolds part. Other episodes to include now famous celebrities would be Night of the Living Dummy 3, Don't Wake Mummy, The Haunted House Game, and Deep Troubles Parts 1 and 2. All of which do actually have people who are now famous. Hmm. Oh. Hayden Christensen, aka Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the woman's name who played who was in Deep Trouble and Haunted House Game. And there was like someone else in Don't Wake Mummy. 
They're like people that they're technically famous because they're in more than just goosebumps. Mm. And are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> Alrighty, question five. Like a lot of early Goosebumps books, Arl Stein liked putting in random video game references into his books. Oh. In The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, he makes a major mistake by saying Kirby's Dreamland is a, is for the Super Nintendo instead of the Game Boy. Ding. Sam? I don't think it was Kirby's Dreamland that he referenced. Correct. Can you name the game? Ugh. And anyone can steal it if Sam can't think of it. Was it Wario? Unfortunately, it wasn't Wario. <laughs> Wario was not Ding. around at this time. Legend of Zelda. Unfortunately, Damn. it wasn't Zelda. Super Mario 3. Close, but I'm not going to give it to you. Ah! Uh, do you want to guess? Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Mm, sorry. Dang. Okay. No, no, you, no, after this part, you only get one chance. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Super Mario Land. Dang it! So Dang. Sam will get the points on this one. All right. Yeah. He says that Super Mario Land was for Super Nintendo. Uh... It's not. It was a launch title for Game Boy. Yep. All righty. Question number six. Like many Goosebumps stories, Let's Get Invisible inspired, is inspired by horror movies of the past. Arl Stein has said in interviews that he got inspiration from the original Invisible Man for this story. Can you say that one more time? Sorry, oh, I just want to make sure. Like many Goosebumps stories, Let's Get Invisible in, is inspired by horror movies of the past. Arl Stein has said in interviews that he got inspiration from the original Invisible Man for this story. Ding. Sam? It was not the original Invisible Man? Incorrect. Dang. You're close, though. It's not called Let's Go Invisible. No, no that called, is. It's called Let's Get uh, Invisible. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Ding, he hasn't done an interview. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done many of an interview. Arl Stein's not a real person. <laughs> Ding. All right. I, I think everyone's out of guesses at this yeah. point. Yeah. The it, It's actually a different movie. He actually got inspiration from a movie called Flatliners. Oh, hell oh. no. That one. Yeah. yeah, this is I a... that one. Yep. <laughs> Very random one. Alright, question number seven. In Night of the Living Dummy, Slappy torments twin sisters Chris and Lindy... Ding. Sam? Slappy, in Night of the Living Dummy 1, Slappy isn't until the very end. Correct. Who Jesus. is this? It is Mr. Wood? Correct! <laughs> Good shit. Um, actually, it was Mr. Wood who tormented them in the first book. Also, the card was in Mr. Wood's jacket as well. Would have been a good, a double double one as well, because I did have two different parts in this. That could have been a double pointer. Yeah. But Sam uh, interrupted rudely. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> she got it. Alrighty, question number eight. In the story, The Girl Who Cried Monster, the titular monster is Mr. Mortman, who is a librarian that hosts a summer reading program and has the kids read classic literature such as Dracula and Anne of Green Gables. We eventually find Mr. Mormon is a monster, not only for his closed-minded book choices, but because he's a bug-eating, turtle-munching, bug-eyed creep. Um, ding? ding? Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no, I didn't. go first. It wasn't those books. You're on the right track. Um, I'll give it to you if... I, I'm, I'm saying you're close enough on this one, unless Brandon... Uh, can I was going to say something else entirely, so... Sorry. I was going to say his name was Mr. Moleman. <laughs> it, is, it is Mr. Mortman. Uh, but, uh, uh, I mean, if, if Sam wants to try to steal... You didn't finish, though, correct? No, I did finish. Okay, sorry, my brain is just... Um, He's a bug-eating, turtle-munching, bug-eyed creep. That's how it finishes. I mean, that's how... That is true. Yes. But... What was it? You, you, it wasn't Anne of Green Gables, was it? No, Anne of Green Gables okay, is one of the mind. books. That book comes up so often in all of our drunken book clubs, I swear. I know, that's the weird part. Is like, we keep all fucking right, so, on a ding. It wasn't a turtle, it was a tortoise. It was Frankenstein. It was 
Brandon, you're technically correct. <laughs> I'm going to give you both the points, though. I'm giving you both points, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, Noelle and Brandon both get a point. Oh, so, going, Dracula going. is never mentioned as one of yeah. the book's choices, but Frankenstein is. I was hey. going down the line of monster, and I was like, Frankenstein was the last one of my yeah. list. Yeah. I didn't even try. I don't know other points. Yeah, you deserve a point. You actually did get the, the correct idea, though. Yay. Alrighty, question number nine. In the chilling conclusion to Welcome to Cap Nightmare, Billy is given a rifle to help hunt for two campers who escaped from the female camp. When Billy refuses, he aims his gun at Uncle L, who laughs and congratulates Billy on passing the test. His parents then appear and tell him he was being tested so that he could come with them on their trip to the mysterious planet of Earth. This sounds very familiar. Ding. Weiss. It wasn't two girl campers. It was two girl campers. It was two girl campers. Um, Did you say a specific type of gun? In the chilling conclusion to Welcome to Camp Nightmare, Billy is given a rifle to help hunt for two campers who escaped from the female camp. It wasn't a rifle? Can you be more specific? Was it a shotgun? It is not a shotgun, but was you're it, on the right track. <gasps> was it a fishing net? Oh. It is not a fishing net. Oh, was it a, is it a ray gun? It is not a ray gun. Dang it. Was it a tranquilizer gun? Sam, you're correct. It is a tranquilizer Damn. gun. They are given tranquilizer guns. It was in one of the quizzers, yes. I think. Yes, it was. It was, it, uh, was this a series where they're at a camp and there's like a lake monster? There is the fang monster is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a very classic episode with fang. That is so nice. Uh, actually, you're tied with Brandon and Noelia. Never mind. Sam is in the lead with four. You guys have two. Let's go. <laughs> All right. In the TV episode of The Ghost Next Door, Hannah, the titular ghost, saves a boy named Danny's life by playing Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata on a piano, alerting people to his location inside a burning house. Ding, it wasn't Beethoven's Sonata. That is correct. Yeah. If, you can, if you can guess the song, you'll get the full points. Oh, gosh. Minor in D. Uh, D minor. Uh, no, but you'll still get the points unless someone can name the song. Ding, it's Chopin. What is the wrong song? It's not Chopin. What is the wrong song? Uh, Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Sorry, I'm trying to think back to classical music. Tchaikovsky's Alaturka. <laughs> um, Mozart. Nope, not Mozart. Bach? It is not Bach. Ooh! Oh, go ahead, Brandon. You haven't guessed yet. Do you have any yet. guess? No, but Ding. it's definitely Beethoven. It's not Beethoven. Ding. Oh, it's green sleeves. It's not green sleeves. <laughs> I don't know. What hey. the heck is green sleeves? Hayden, Hayden. Um, actually, this song was Schubert's Trio in E flats. Uh, uh, OP 100. So, Norelia, you get the point. Yeah, I would, never, I would not have gotten that. Yeah, no, no one would have gotten that. I chose a very, a very simple song, and also chose it because of the Resident Evil reference. Mm, nice. Alright, question 11. Like many Goosebumps stories, the haunted mask was inspired by an actual event in Arlstein's life. The event being when his younger brother got a mask stuck over his head and couldn't get it off. Sorry, could you repeat that? Yeah, that I sure. brought... Ding. Oh, Brandon? It wasn't his younger brother, it was him. Close! Wait, uh, if anyone could correct it, though. I believe it was the bully, wasn't it? It was not the bully. Ding, it was his older brother. Nope, he's nope. the older brother, actually. Okay. Right. Uh, Brandon Wait. gets a point unless Sam, you already took one guess oh, yeah. on this one. Sorry. Oh, no I, I completely blanked out during I'll, the question. I, I'll give you a what's going on. <laughs> like many Goosebumps stories, the haunted mask was inspired by an actual event in Arlstein's life. The event being when his younger brother got a mask stuck over his head and oh, couldn't get it off. It was his cousin. It was not his cousin. It. it was his 
his son. Oh. <laughs> he decided to write a story about his son getting a mask stuck on oh. his head. That must have traumatized his kid. Like, oh my gosh, what if it never came off as he's reading? <laughs> he's like, he's writing the story immediately. <laughs> this, is a, this is a good one right here, guys. Hold on, it has something to do. <laughs> Hold on, keep it on. <laughs> this, this one's going to be a classic, guys. This is going to be like one of the best books. And it, it actually is one of the best. That's the first, isn't it? Uh, no, I'm actually going in order of the books. Oh. So that was actually book 11. Oh. So... Uh, question 12 or book 12. Be careful what you wish for, along with Monster Blood, are the only books to not have covers done by Tim Jacobus in the original printing. Later, they would get the Jacobus treatment, though. Dig. Sam. Monster Blood was done by Jacobus, wasn't it? That is correct. Can you name the book that he that he didn't do, though? Ding. Say cheese and die. Wrong. Number Ding, the superhero seven. one. Wrong, it's wrong. Which one, Brad? Superhero one. No, you did that one as well. Um, well, I'm afraid the flying one. You guys are He's... way off, but Sam, you, you'll get the point on this one. Let me just mark it real quick. I, guess I have no idea which one. It is Stay Out of the Basement. Oh. The classic hand is not his cover. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, he went, later on did another one with just a giant scientist monster. Grass monster. <laughs> All right, question 13. A lot of actors from Are You Afraid of the Dark also appeared in Goosebumps. In the episode Piano Lessons Can Be Murder, the character of Dr. Shriek is played by Sardo himself, Aaron Tager. I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brain just... Sardo? Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sardo. Uh, a lot of actors from Are You Afraid of the Dark also appeared in Goosebumps episodes. In the episode Piano Lessons Can Be Murder... The character of Dr. Shriek is played by Sardo himself, Aaron Tager. Ding, that's not the name of it. Which one? The, um, Piano what it, Lessons the title? Can Be Murdered. That is the title. Piano ding. Lessons yes. Can Be Murdered is the title. Um, Ding, Tager is not the name of the actor. Aaron Tager is the name of the actor. Ding, he's not the coach, whatever it's called. He's not Dr. Shriek? He's not Dr. Shriek. He does play Dr. Shriek. Damn it. Ding. Brandon? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is not the correct answer. Uh-huh. Ding. Ding! Canada doesn't exist. <laughs> that is correct! <laughs> <laughs> Canada got nuked just this afternoon. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, oh, Ding. Sam. Um, Sardo is not what he... That is correct. For. Can you name the character he does play in Are You Afraid of the Dark? <sighs> I know it's one that you... Is it Misto? <laughs> it is not Misto. Is it that... I mean, you're still going to get the point, Sam. I don't Isn't think anyone that one can name it. Movie theater guy that yes, you really it watch? is Dr. Vink. There we go. Yes, doc- he plays Dr. Vink, not Sardo. They're both uh, reoccurring uh, villain. Well, vill- one of them's character. Vink is a villain, while Sardo's just a charming gay man. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Oh, Art of the Free of the Dark. I love that show. Uh, it could be argued. Uh, sorry, question fourteen. I have to I have to clarify. This is the fourteenth book in the series. It could be argued that Werewolf of Beaver Swamp is one of the few Goosebumps stories with an actual moral, with that moral being the same as the boy who cried wolf, surprisingly enough. Nobody believes a liar, even when he is telling the truth. It could be argued that the Werewolf of Beaver Swamp is one of the few Goosebumps stories with an actual moral. Ding! Um, It's the opposite moral. The opposite of the moral? Yeah. That people will believe you if you cry enough. <laughs> That's incorrect. <laughs> Ding. Brandon. Uh, it's not the werewolf of the fever swamp. No, no, this no, is the one is... I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> Ding, it's not based on the boy who cried wolf. Incorrect. <laughs> Ding, the word the. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> the is not the right word. Damn. 
Uh, do you I would say there up? are ding. There are multiple ones that have stories. It's not our morals. It's not a rare thing. Ooh. Wrong. Ooh. Very wrong. Uh, and I'm just. I'm just gonna say say That's the answer. Um. Actually, goosebumps don't have morals. <laughs> Though it- <laughs> Opposite, basically. <laughs> it could be argued that the moral maybe strangers may be weird and strange, but they're just people too. But there are t- technically Arlstein wrote these books to not have morals. Oh Did he goodness. say that explicitly? He has said that explicitly. Oh that these books don't have morals. What? I mean, I could see that. That totally makes sense. Yep. <laughs> but why? Because he's just trying to get a thrill ride for the kids. Oh uh, I think another. Thing, I think how he put it was that. You, if you want to keep kids in for the ride, you have to keep them there as long as you can. And at a certain point, kids get interested in boobies and sex, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you got to keep them with the thrills and not give them cheap morals to be like, ooh, moral standards. Yeah. But, yeah. Explicitly, Moral Stein has not written moral books. Moral Stein? Moral Stein. Mor- <laughs> yeah, he's really moral. Actually, <laughs> his name is... Carl Stein. Oh, uh, what's his real name? Real um, Stein. Rupert? <laughs> no, not Rupert. Rupert Lenny Stein. Robert? Is Roberts, aka Bob Stein. What, what's the L? Bob Stein? Uh, Robert Lewis. Whoa. Actually, it's not Lewis. I can't remember what the L is. Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> L- His uh, name is now Lenny. Lame. Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig? I don't know. Alright, question 15. You Can't Scare Me introduced the world to one of the icon monsters from Goosebumps. The Mud Monsters. <clears throat> Other icon monsters that would appear on merchandise are Slappy, Cuddles, Creeps, Prince Koru, Beast, Abominable Snowman, and Curly. Ding. Sam? Prince Koru? Prince Koru has appeared in a lot of merchandise. I actually even have a shirt with him. Ding. Mud Monsters wasn't the first, or this wasn't the first where they were introduced? Uh, no, no, they were introduced in You Can't Scare Me. Yep. Ding. And they never made an appearance afterwards, I believe. <laughs> Uh, Sam? They're not on a bunch of merchandise? They actually are. They're in a lot of merchandise. Dang, it's not the Abominable Snowman. Abominable Snowman has appeared in a lot of them, actually. Dang. You guys are on the right track here. It's one of the names. Read them off again? So, it is Slappy, Cuddles, Creeps, Prince Koru, Beast, Abominable Snowman, and Curly. Beast. Beast is incorrect. Dang, Cuddles. Cuddles the Hamster has appeared on many. Oh, yeah, Cuddles. Did you say Crepes? Creeps. 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 Okay. <laughs> yes, it is Creeps. Yes, you got it. Uh, we're going to give that one to Noelia. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Process of an elimination sometimes yeah. is how you're going to get it. But uh, the Creeps have never had merchandise, sadly, unless you count shirts. But I don't really count shirts because there's, like, a bunch of these have, like, there's literally, like, tape dispensers and staplers and doorknob uh, stuff. But, yeah, the Creeps have only had, what's it called? Just shirts. And, yeah, that's that's barely, barely anything for me. Especially when all these other ones have had different things. I mean, Prince Koru actually had a pencil holder. Like, he literally was Where's inside Prince the... Where's Prince Koru from? Uh, he is from... Uh, take a guess. Uh, Prince Koru? No, mummies. It's the mummy one. Oh, okay, okay. We all were right. starting a book and all we got was this dumb t-shirt. Alright, number 16... Horrors are green or purple-skinned monsters that have horns resembling horned mammals. We learn that they're not actually born, but crawl out of a radioactive slime puddle that was cursed by a warlock. They also have one glaring weakness. When pinched, they deflate like a balloon. Ding. Sam? They're not just green and purple, I 
Hey, that's what color. I was going to say. Nope, it's just green and purple. Aww. Ding, it's not radioactive. It is radioactive. Oh. Ding, it wasn't a warlock. Can you be more specific? Ooh. It was a wizard? Ooh, Ooh close. Ding, it was a, was a witch. It was a witch. Yeah. I will give Sam and we support on that one. But yeah, it was a witch who cursed the puddle, not a warlock. Of all <laughs> that things. That would have been cool. We right? don't get a lot of warlocks. You don't get a lot of warlocks. That's why I put it, because I thought I was warlock saying, deserved that's why a warlock. I was like, warlock threw me off a little bit. I was like, it's got to be something specific. All right, we got three more questions, guys, and then we're done. Yay. Oh, no. So, question 17. And Sam is taking a surprising lead of seven. Noelia, you're in second place with four. What? Whoa. And we're okay. in half three. Yeah. I'm All on the right. board. <laughs> Book 17. Why I'm Afraid of Bees is a story of Gary Lutz, a boy who is transformed into a tiny part bee, part human hybrid like the movie The Fly. But he is able to get his original body back by stinging someone, thus killing himself but returning back to normal. <laughs> uh, ding. Sam? The fly is not like a cute half bee, half boy. It's a fucking nightmare monster. <laughs> that is not the uh, not what you're looking for. It's not what I'm looking for, and I never said cute. So well, it's not the fucked up body horror that. Uh, well, I just said tiny part bee, part human hybrid. Ding! Ding. He doesn't kill himself by stinging. No, he kills himself. Oh, okay. Ding! He's not tiny. No, he is tiny. Dang it! Mm. Uh, ding. Sam. He doesn't go back to his original body. It's the whole twist at the end. Nope, that's incorrect. He yeah. does return to his body after killing himself. Well, <laughs> damn. Read again, please. Of course, of course. What the hell? Why I'm Afraid of Bees is the story of Gary Lutz, a boy who is transformed into a tiny part bee, part human hybrid, like the movie The Fly. But he is able to get his original body back by stinging someone, thus killing himself but returning back to normal. Ding. He yeah. wasn't part human. That is correct. Ooh. He was. He just switches minds with the bee. He does not actually like in the cover. Uh, on the cover, it shows a boy with a bee, uh, with the body of a bee, but a boy head, and that's what a lot of people think it might be. But it's not that at all. He just switches minds. What it might be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the story, he actually is. He's trying to switch minds with like a like a t- like a kid who is really cool and wants to experience being like that, and then the boy who gets his body. Um, we'll get to what's just experience being like that. I can't remember the exact reason why. I just know that he wanted Gary to be in his body so he could pass a bunch of tests. Oh. Uh, okay. So he killed the bee's body, but his mind was still dead when he went back to the original the bee, body? The bee is dead now. The bee So died. he just killed the bee. He killed a bee. Because the bee oh, got oh, switched places with him. So he's actually... So the bee is in his body and, like, eating honey. <laughs> and, like, it's like sniffing flowers and being like, bee. Like he just starts dancing at people. He's just like I think he does dance at people. I, like if I'm not, I think there might be a part where he just like shakes his ass at somebody. He's like, mm, mm, yeah. I, I no, saw a great true. thing of like bees having to describe like, I'm sorry, we lost your husband. Yeah. And, like, the, how am I gonna live? And then they're like it's twerking. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, they're just like twerking. They're like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Alrighty. Question eighteen. Monster Blood Two introduces us to what else Monster Blood can do. When ingested, it makes whatever eats it grow to a giant size. In this story, Cuddles the hamster and Evan ingest it and grow to great size, but eventually shrink down when they discover that the monster blood is expired. Sam. He doesn't grow in this one. Just Cuddles. It was incorrect. I thought he... I thought that was only nope. like the he, he gets naked and fights Cuddles naked. What? I mean, that's not true. He doesn't I remember the expired part. I remember the expired. The expired's definitely yes. true. Say again? He feeds it? Monster Blood 2 introduces us to what else Monster Blood can do. When ingested, it makes whatever it eats, whatever eats it, grow to its giant size. 
In this story, Cuddles the hamster and Evan ingest it and grow to a great size, but eventually shrink down when they discover that the monster blood is expired. His name's Dang. not Evan. His name is Evan. We said that the last time when we were talking about <laughs> one. Dang, you don't have to ingest it. You uh, no, you do have to ingest it. Gross. You can't just take did, it up the butt. Did you say it feed? They fed it or just to Cuddles or he just... In- he just ingested it. Okay. Technically, they did feed it to Cuddles. All right, process of elimination, we go. I think everyone's out on this one. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm out. I don't remember enough. Uh, it, 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 Ding. Brandon. It's not Monster Brother 2. It, no, it's Monster Brother oh. 2. It, he just said it's the same book. Anyways. Ding, it was a mouse, not a hamster. No, it was a hamster. It's a hamster. Dang it's definitely it. cuddles. So, I was going to say, I know that one. Um, actually, Trigger the dog eats it in the first book and grows. Oh, yeah, I forgot so, about that. I it, forgot they, about You do trigger. actually find that out in the first book that if you do ingest it, you do grow. So... Alrighty, the final That's question of the game. Deep Trouble, the book that disappointed a young teenage Rupal. Why? Because it wasn't about a deadly shark like on the cover, but about a family trying to capture a giant squid. They don't they they don't capture a squid, but do discover mermaids are real. <laughs> All of that Dang. Sam. They do capture the squid. They do not capture a squid. <laughs> Dang, you actually liked it. I actually hated it as a kid. <laughs> I was so pissed off at this book. Dang it wasn't mermaids. Incorrect, unfortunately. Um, ding, it wasn't the whole family. That's like a very loose... It's an uncle and his two, his niece and nephew. Okay, so it's... So, um, technically you're correct? <laughs> no. No, it still could be a family. It's still a family. Yeah, I was about to say, it's about a family. I'm not saying a whole family. It's just saying yeah. about a family. Um, I never said it was a whole family. I just ding, it wasn't teenage Rupal, it was middle school Rupal. That's teenage. Uh, you're, I guess. I was, technically you're right, because I think I started reading it when I was 12, <laughs> but that's not the answer we're that's looking not, for. <laughs> that's not good enough. Right, you're uh, Ding, he, uh, the kid was the only one who found the mermaids. Uh, no, incorrect. Ding, wow. your name's not Rufal. Ding. <laughs> oh, snap. Ding, they were the mermaids after all. What? Ding, they, the family was the mermaids after all. Yes, that's correct. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think you look so I mad. Think, no, no, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm flabbergasted because it's, it's a really simple one. They were never supposed to find a squid, but a mermaid. Okay. They're actually looking for mermaids, not for squids at all. It was all. staring right at, at yep. us right in the face. It yep. was an obvious one. That explains why you didn't like it. Because <laughs> yeah, they're trying to find a mermaid. I'm like, what's this book about? Why is this about mermaids? This is lame. Yeah, yeah you are a shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, give me a second. That one very, that one aligned very well. Alrighty, guys. I You thought I didn't have any more questions? Oh, I got another one for you. Question number 20. The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight is one of the few books to be... One of actual five books to be adapted into a comic book. Along with Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, Night of the Living Dummy, Monster Blood 2, and I'm trying to remember one of the other ones because I can't look at my shelf and look at it right dead in the face. One Day at Horrorland. Uh... Dang. Sam. One Day at Horrorland didn't get a comic. Nope, it did get a comic. Dang, it wasn't Monster Blood 2. It's correct! Yeah. Well, you got that one. Yep, it wasn't Monster Blood. But also, you could have actually gotten two on this one, because oh. the number is also incorrect. Dang, it was turned into a manga. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, where did oh I put my, my marker at? <laughs> Am I crazy? Where did I put the marker? Do you guys see the orange marker? Uh, it's down on, under your chair. Ah. It's in a down, land down under. I come from a land down under, where Noelia is still in... Second place. Oh my gosh. Can't you hear can't you hear that what thunder? Are, what are the points? Uh Sam has seven. You have five. Brandon has four. Weiss, three. Oh my god. I'm on the board. You're on the board. 
Alrighty, guys. Y'all ready for the next part? Yeah! Go Eat Worms. Question number 21 uh. about Go Eat Worms. What a weird book here, guys. But you know what's really weird about this book? The boy, Todd, he's, he's a fucking weirdo. He's, like, torturing these worms. He's being a complete whack job. But you know what? He decides... At the end of the day, when he gets attacked by a giant worm, he's going to stop messing with worms, and he's going to start messing with birds. Dang, he doesn't learn his lesson. No, oh, no, he definitely learns his lesson. Dang, Dang it's it. not birds. It's not birds. Can you be more specific? It's pigeons. <laughs> that's, that's a bird. Dang. <laughs> he messes with ass. Uh, technically, Sam had the next one. Oh, okay. Frogs. It's not frogs. Dang, that's- mice? It's not mice either. I said ants. Nope, not ants either. Dang. Uh, it's so, not the ant bully. So who did the who did who even said the animal thing? Brandon, I'll give you the points because wait you wait, pretty, wait wait wait. Okay. Well, you still get the point. But it is uh, obviously dogs. It is not dogs. It is butterflies. He's doing butterflies. Oh. Yes, and then a giant butterfly with a pin tries to pin him to a board. <gasps> oh, oh, I remember I that. Remember that. Yes. Yep, that's how that one ends. <laughs> oh, such a weird one. Alrighty. Isn't that sad that some of the things that we're the most afraid of is the stuff that we're already doing to others? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't it a sad life? Uh, I'm just getting trying to get to the Goosebumps wiki and off of the uh, Goosebumps Wikipedia page. Okay, here we go. Time to take a trip down to Ghost Beach and go cowabunga, guys! Mm-hmm. On the cover of Ghost Beach is a ghost surfboarding. It's funnily enough, in the book, there is actually no ghost surfboarding. Now, this isn't the question. I'm just making a joke. Because <laughs> it's called Ghost Beach. Now, Jerry and Terry Sadler are actually visiting some distant relatives, Sam and Louisa. You know, they're like distant cousins. They don't really know. And in this town, there's really not much to do except visit the beach, which has a cemetery, where they meet three weird kids named Agatha and Bradford Sadler, along with their little sibling, Nats. Uh, They eventually find out that Nat, Bradford, and Agatha, they find their tombstones, and they're actually ghosts. Aw, this better not be a names thing. It's not a names thing. Ding? Brandon? It was a skeleton on the cover, not a ghost. Actually, it is a ghost on the cover. Ah, <sighs> uh, ding! One of the names is wrong. Ah, uh, in what way? Um, one of them doesn't exist. Nope, they all exist in this book. Sam. So if the names are wrong, it's... so they're staying with Sam and Louisa, and they visit Agatha, Bradford, and Nat as friends. Ding! Oh, well, sorry. I mean, if Sam doesn't have it, you can go. Yeah, no, go, go for it, Louisa. I can't. Sam and Louisa is wrong. And in what way? That they are the wrong names because you choose my, mine and Sam's name. <laughs> no, they are actually in this book. Oh, it's Sam. Ding. Ding. Sam? Ding. They're like aunt and uncle? Nope, they are actually distant cousins. Okay. Ding. Yes. Uh, wrong gender. It's Louis and... Sam. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's Sam and Louisa. Oh. It is Sam and Louisa. I've read this one. Okay, Loki is very... Like, I remember being very yeah, no. scared of this one, actually. This one does have kind of a creepy twist. It is. Um, and this one also got adapted into a comic as well. Ding, they didn't go to the... Gr- like, they didn't go to the... Gra- like, that's not... No, they part. go to the graveyard. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's that, that, that's where they go to the cemetery and see uh, what's called a... Um, see that the... What's called the people that they're friends with, they see their names, and they're like, you're ghosts! And they're like, no, those are distant relatives! And then they find out they're actually ghosts because they're fucking bad liars. <laughs> Alright, if you guys give up, 
Agatha and Bradford are actually their cousins, while Sam, Louisa, and Nat are their friends. I just switched oh, the names God. around. Gotcha. Yep. That's Damn that man. one. That was it was it was a little tricky one. I had to come up on the fly. That was tricky. Alrighty, time to return to the mummy. In this book, we once again return to Egypt and once again return to Prince Koru on a daring adventure where Prince Koru is actually resurrected by his sister who is, like, still alive as a, like, not mummy lady. Kind of like how Emotep looks like in The Mummy, you know? Yeah. She's back and she's trying to resurrect her brother. And then, like, when she actually resurrects him, he's like, dude, what the fuck? And, like, kills her. And, uh, actually, he doesn't really kill her. He turns her into a scarab, a dung beetle of all things. And earlier on in the book, we find out that dung, the scarab's bite is deadly. Did you guys know that? The scarab's bite is deadly? I would imagine. Like, yeah. in real life? No, Dang. not at all. But, like, oh. Brandon? The scarab's bite is not deadly. The scarab's bite is not deadly in real life, but in the book, it oh! says it is deadly. Dang, oh. it's not her brother? No, Prince Karu is her brother. I hate the mummy. Dang, it doesn't be- turn into a scarab. No, she does turn into a dung beetle Dang. scarab. And she actually bites him, well, quote-unquote, bites him at the end. And that's, like, the scary ending. Dang. Oh. Yes. Uh, he didn't do it. Do what? Turn her into a oh. scarab. In technicality, he did turn her into one. But, like, not because he was mad. Uh, he was kind of pissed. He was, oh. was kind of, like, mummy pissed. <laughs> Sorry, just mummy fist. Just mummy pissed. Mummy pissed. Mummy pissed. Mummy kill sister. Uh, it's a very special kind dang, of Dang, Brandon Fraser just killed all of them. Ah, that's wrong. Brandon Fraser didn't kill anyone. Damn it. He's too smooth. Ah, damn it. Prince Karu actually never appeared in the first one. He's only hey, in this one. Uh, that was my other guess. Yep. I was like, maybe he's not. Well done. That one threw me out. Yeah, that one. That one's like, it, I was about to say, it's a different mummy in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Does a fucking uh, Night of the Living Dummy. Yep, exactly. Yeah, except, like, in the first one, the mummy, it's like a bunch of mummies, I think. And they're just like, hey, we're mummies. Want to hang out, kid? <laughs> that's not how it goes at all. All right, I think that's a good enough episode, because I do not think I can come up with a quick one for Fan of, of the Auditorium. I would kind of want to do oh, one based on the musical. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I've, I've listened to the one song so far that it keeps recommending me on Spotify, yeah. and it slaps. Uh, ding, uh, you can come up with more. Yeah, I probably could, but not on the, <laughs> on the fly. They're not as good. I will, and yeah. clearly, clearly they're difficult because no one got one. I, Except Brandon. You're huh? saying? Oh, no, I'm just saying that uh, Phantom of the Auditorium takes place in a live opera, right? Uh, um, actually, it takes place in an auditorium, a school auditorium, where there's a trap door. And they yes. find, a, find a homeless guy. Yes. And they accidentally evict this poor homeless guy who's been living there for a while. Oh, my gosh. I think it's a proud family. Dang, that's the proud family plot of that one. Um, actually, this does happen in the book. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I remember that one, too. Both are tr- Ding, both are true, technically. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, thank you for joining us this week on Drunken Book Club. If you want to hear us, hear me try to do more of these Goosebumps things, leave a comment down below, or maybe on the Twitter feed at, D- at DBC underscore pod on t- at Twitter. Uh, or if you really want to get to know us better, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, where for a dollar a month you get bonus episodes every week, you get the episodes up early, you get random, like, what's it called? I'm actually going to make a little playlist of Goosebumps episodes based around something or another, just for funsies. Or maybe something that, maybe scary shows that don't relate to it. Slap them. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, join us there. It's only a dollar a month. You can spend your dollar on something worse, Sam. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Berserker Rose. For a dollar. 
You can find me at the place where the thing happens. Aldrich made at Twitter. For $2, please. He'll show hole. Please give me $2. <laughs> he won't say which hole. It'll just be random holes in the dirt. Just You holes. can't see. Yeah. He's going to show you Holes by Lewis Thatcher. That is a uh, good book. That is a good book. We might, have, we might have to do that one year. That is a long book, though. Down. Yeah. I, I never read it, but I've always wanted to. What? It's a good one. It's a never. Pretty, I had to read it for summer school. See, no, no. I just read it because like, everyone was like, it's a good book, read it. And I was like, okay. Yeah, that's what I, but I never got to read it because I never got the end of it. Because, yeah. like, there was only one co- uh, copy in our library, mm-hmm. and every kid was getting it. Because it, it was, what's it called? The, because the movie came movie out. came yeah. out, yeah. And I, I had the realization yesterday that the movie is about racism. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What? Please elaborate. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say you that. Can't just say it's just, it's just Wait, are you talking way. about like the, it, the, the fact that they like reject, they kill the man in the interracial relationship? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah. And, and that's also like it, it leads down to generational racism. Generational oppression to uh, Hector Zeroni. And Stanley Yelnats doesn't have that generational racism. See? I would say there is still generational trauma, though. I feel like it's no different. Good pig stealing. <laughs> I feel like, no, it's more of the <laughs> different forms of generational trauma manifesting differently. Yeah. 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 It's definitely that. And when Weiss doesn't have his baseball cap on his face and busy getting smacked by me <laughs> for wearing he, You can find him at Forced Left Hander on TikTok, YouTube, wherever have you. Yes. Drop the E on Hander. I do want to say something, though. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I really appreciate you too, Sam. I really appreciate that you guys know so much about Goosebumps because it, it throws me so for a loop that you just remember so many things. About I them. I love yeah. my Goosebumps. I, That's what's like my the people who listen to this podcast know I like Goosebumps, and I really do want to do more Goosebumps stuff, but yeah. I don't want it to become a Goosebumps podcast as much <laughs> as I would love it to. Yeah, no. Uh, but- I mean, the next time we're gonna read a Goosebumps book isn't gonna be for like two weeks after this episode comes out mm-hmm. for Vampire Breath. That to coincide with a vampire movie that's coming out because it's my excuse to read a Goosebumps book. <laughs> there you go. But still, yeah, because we're not reading Dracula. <laughs> I appreciate both of your guys' memories because it's just fun to watch right here. I think Sam BS'd her way into a lot of these. Some of these, yeah, no. Some of them I definitely remember them. Yeah, like well, the, yeah. the Stay Out of the Basement one you got. Um, what was another one you got from memory? The memory, um, not Monster Blood because I fucked that one up. Yeah. Um, and Monster Blood too. Yeah, I know. Night of the Living Dummy. Yes. Was one I know off of memory. Yeah, because I've used that question multiple times before. Yeah. Because um, that's just an easy one. When I remember. <laughs> oh, really, Weiss? Why can't you remember? I know the Tim Jacobus <laughs> Miss, one was a bullshit one. I've read yeah. half of these. I should know this. You should, but hey. What's that, what's that joke? <laughs> I was also like eight. Yeah, that's fair. What's that joke that Sam says all the time about the memory? What's that, Pigeon? It's the first How, go. My memory is so bad. How bad is it? <laughs> How bad is what? <laughs> there you go. That's the one. <laughs> all right. And uh, I'm, I'm going to end this one on a, on a classic Goosebumps rap. We're gonna get you by the Goosebumps Gotcha. It was a song that was made for the show that never aired, and it's actually a pretty good rap. Oh, okay. I'll play for you guys afterward this. Alright, cool. Alright. Can I, I turn on? I'm gonna turn on the fan. Or the AC, though. Okay. Lip biscuit. Woo! <laughs> 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 Night falls, it's cold and it's foggy. You can hear the howling of the wolves and the dogs be prowling, barking loudly. Wind is blowing, there's a growling in the darkness. Now you see eyes glowing. You try to focus, but it's hopeless in this fog. The shapes don't look familiar, so you hope it's just a dog. Now, what could that be that's staring at you? Another pair of eyes now glaring at you. Will they attack you? Dare not ask the question.